Welcome back to Talking with Words. Uh, you're here with Rob, Ryan, David. David is asleep. <laughs> uh, tonight we're going to watch Psycho Gorman, which the uh, makeup of this movie is after unearthing a gem that controls an evil monster looking to destroy the universe, a young girl and her brother use it to make him do their bidding. Awesome. Uh, David, you want to give us the parents' guide on this one? Yeah, let's let's see what the content rating says. Sex and nudity, mild, violence and gore, severe. Yes. Profanity, mild, alcohol, oh. drugs and smoking, none. Oh, frightening okay. and intense scenes, severe. I like that's too severe. That's a that's a yeah. that's a yeah. winner already. Um. Not a lot of uh, star power in this. It's a lot of, uh, looks like, stunt people and our beloved B uh, actors. That's not a takedown. You guys are amazing. We love you so much. You're in these horrible movies for us. Um, should we watch it? Let's do it. Yep. Psycho Gorman coming up. Okay, that was... Psycho Gorman. Um, <laughs> there was there's a lot going on in that movie. Uh, let's start with uh, how you guys would give this your own synopsis, Ryan. What would you think? Um, kids accidentally discover the evil of the universe through a made up game uh, and proceed to temporarily pause. Said evil's destruction. That works. David. Kids, this is why we can't have nice things. (laughs) Period. (laughs) I think this is is really uh, the meaning of family. Um, Slash demons. (laughs) And crazy puppet robot things. Yeah, I think that does it. So, Power Rangers meets Hellraiser. Hellraiser is really what this was. Yeah, with, with a tinge of Wishmaster. Yes. With all makeup and music, very, very 90s. Or could you just call it Clive Barker's The Power Rangers? <laughs> yeah, if, if it works, yeah. <laughs> Featuring Crazy Ball, the game. Um, let it be said, there are spoilers from here on out. Um, <laughs> this movie. Um, let's just get into some of the stuff that hits you right off the bat. Um, can we talk about the dad for a minute? Because yes. yes, please. The dad in this movie was the best part, probably, of the entire film. Um, when you look up who played him, but his one-liners started from the very first time he was on screen to the little girl asking. Dad, are there monsters? And his answer is, yes, they're people. People are monsters. (laughs) And it just got better from there. It's Adam Brooks. Adam Brooks. Actor, writer, producer. And he is um, apparently a go-to for this writer, um, for this this movie. He did his other movies as well. And his deadpan was phenomenal. Every line he had was great. 
Um, <laughs> I didn't write any of the other ones down. That was the first one that just got me. But the uh, they, he's going to dig the ditch, and he hurts himself the first <laughs> first shovel throw. Has to go inside. Yes. Uh, the best character, probably the whole thing. It was amazing. You go ahead and pick up a couple extra ships at the pharmacy. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Pay for pay this for TV. My new TV. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to be out of work for a couple weeks. Everything was amazing. Um, I don't know what 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 are some things that hit you right off the bat, you guys. So one one thing I loved about this movie is that they would do something crazy and then call it out shortly thereafter. Um, so, for instance, um, if, the first thing I really noticed was they dig this giant hole. I mean, this thing had to be six feet deep, yeah. probably maybe eight feet wide. Well, the purpose was to bury him alive, so he was digging his own grave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <So laughs> Literally. These kids, kids dig it. And then there's this thing at the bottom... And the girl just pushes a bunch of little stone buttons. Totally right. guesses the combination. <laughs> and the brother calls her out. Hey, first try. <laughs> so then they freak out because it's, the ground starts glowing. So they somehow fill in this hole in no time. Yeah. But then the next time you they go outside after uh, old Gorman has dug his way up. The dad just looks at it in dead pants. That's a big hole. Which is what every viewer was thinking. Um, and there were other examples. I didn't write any down. But there was, there was other stuff like that. Where it would just... The ridiculousness would be called out. Kind of in a just very uh, deadpan way. And no, no one was thrown off by anything going on at all. The, the kid got turned into a giant, giant uh, brain. Al- he, he, he has an... It's Alistair. <laughs> Sorry, Alistair. <laughs> Just wandering around, and no one gives a shit. (laughs) No one cares at all. It's totally... At the very end, he's eating with his parents at the table, and they're just totally... Everything's normal. Didn't even acknowledge his presence at the table. Alistair, dinner time. He slimes up there. (laughs) And that poor kid hates his life from that point on. He's a... a, Like, he really liked his life prior, too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, he was a normal kid-ish. Well, and then just going around with Gorman... No one, that one kid called him out nice Halloween costume and he fucking blows him up. And everyone's just like, okay. That's what should happen. This is, great, this is this is normal. Moment, yeah. During the shopping montage. Yeah, there's the montage. But uh yeah, any of the horrible things that happened, everyone was just like okay with until the cops came, pretty much. And the one cop got turned into a whatever the Human hell. Candle. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't just that, he was like he had the uh, Charlie Chaplin esque movement and his big swing in the arms and just carrying the gun, shooting the gun off randomly, trying to kill himself and missing. He, really he, cartoony. He was kind of like a, a deadite sloth. Yeah. From the Goonies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just randomly. Yeah. <laughs> and it gives him that heart shaped card that says, please kill me. <laughs> What a waste of a card. A beautiful card, she says. <laughs> Which that girl, it was great. Because I think you understand how cards work. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, if if I remember correctly, she was the one who came up when they were trying to come up with the names. She, I think she said Psycho. Or she said Psycho she something. Psycho Man. 
Which, which and he, know, was perfect coming from her because that little girl was psychotic. She was a psychopath, yeah. absolutely. And the boy, Luke, if you know his name, uh, <laughs> his, he his said name something Gorman. Luke. So, yeah. And then she said Psycho Gorman. Yeah, so she just used it all. <laughs> which they, they do a good job of establishing her, her character early on when they are tapping in no particular rhythm <laughs> on the walls to communicate. And the kid, the Luke, says, did we wake up Grandma? <laughs> she says, no, I told you, Grandma is in hell forever. <laughs> the, the, the random tapping code that apparently everybody in the family the whole family. And after she Casually. says this, the mother just taps, good night. And it's just, good night, that's yeah. it. It's not, it's not Morse code, it's nothing. It's a cartoon family uh, that is phenomenal. Because the mom was really the only one that was like, okay, this is a little weird. Yeah. Everyone else was totally fine with it the whole time. Um, I loved the council. That was, I mean, it was 100% 90s costumes, Power Rangers-esque, uh, mouths didn't move. Um, the one deadite in the jar was just a puppet, like, hand <laughs> moving. His mouth moved a little. Well, yeah, because it was just teeth and skin, and it was just opening and closing. But everybody else, like the the lizard, yeah. nothing. And then you had the uh, the robot that looked like the thing from uh, the Fifth Element, where its jaw just dropped and went. Yeah. It's like the Canadians from South Park, just up and down. <laughs> that was it. And then you had the the Valkyrie lady. Was that what her, what her name was? The white. Yeah. Uh, the Templar. Templar, yeah, the, the god that prayed to itself, apparently. Yes. She had a statue of herself that she prayed to. I mean, who who doesn't? Yeah, I mean, I get it. And then you had uh, the the other guy that was featured prominently looked like he could have been Bebop or Rocksteady's grandpa from Ninja Turtles. Because <laughs> he was like old version of that. And he had like horns growing out of his head, but they're all like stumpy little greasy looking things. That's what I kept thinking of with him. <laughs> character that looked like he belonged in a uh, Star Wars meeting of the... Yeah. Yeah. Which... I'm sorry, I was going to say my personal favorite was when the Templar wanted to summon an Earthling to the council and that little floating head just popped up. Out yeah, of just got one. Yeah. And it was like the Superman uh, uh, box, the prison. Yeah. That and then I liked the uh, his uh, lieutenants that he summoned. Yes. The Demon baby thing was phenomenal. <laughs> Demon baby witch. The, yeah, the witch thing. That one, and then just the the, the bucket of blood bucket, parts. whatever the hell that was. <laughs> yeah, what was that thing? Because it it looked like a cauldron with arms and legs. Because the top of it had like bones and blood sticking out. Sticking but out it, of it, too. Yeah. it looked like it looked like a keg with no top, and then a glass a viewport. Yeah. yeah. And its only purpose was the two arms ended in spouts that it shot blood out of. And it didn't have enough blood to soak him. And it didn't do any damage. It just didn't do anything. It just got him wet with blood. I think it made him very uncomfortable. (laughs) Unless that's what gave him the poison. But I thought that was the fight with the other chick. Actually, it, it may have been what gave him the poison. Because he mentioned something about, oh, they got my blood from the fight on, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe that's what it was doing. Although I do like to, to think 
along the lines of what we were talking about that it was just completely just nonsense. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. For dramatic effect. But <laughs> uh, yeah, we can go with that. <laughs> maybe maybe the whole thing would have been explained with one of his uh, long winded explanations of his backstory. That's, that's that was what I was cut say. off before he could even get into it by the girl being bored. By the by the psycho child, and that was. The, I knew it was coming too when they're in the cafe and he's talking about eating your foe is like a honorable battle and death and he starts to go in and they montage away to the huge battle he's flying on that ship and then she just interrupts him with pancakes or something whatever the hell she said but you know it's coming that kind of stuff is going to happen eventually because she doesn't care at all. No, she's the champion. Yeah, she's she the champion. And what makes it even better is the fact that then he proceeds to um, honor <laughs> two enemies throughout the movie with this death, neither of whom is at all into this. <laughs> no, they do not want it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently he honored his hamburger and the plate that it came on in the cafe as well, for well, some reason. They, they fought the good fight. Indeed. Um, there, there's so much I, pretty much every scene had at least something worth going into so we're not having to go into every scene but I really liked the um, the band montage that they did because they brought it back at the very end the uh, her singing which it was nonsense but I liked him in the background and then you had um, Alistar on the big brain, brain, brain on the, the, the keyboard keys. yes and uh, Gorman was in the back of the drums, very uh, robotic, just tap, 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 hitting the, the toms while she was going off. And the dad was in the living room singing with him. Like, it was a totally normal thing that would happen any day of the week. This huge brain person and this alien demon creature. Totally fine. Absolutely acceptable. Um, what was the other thing that she said? Oh, she said that it wasn't... Um, they weren't going to do upside-down karaoke. I want to know what that is. Yeah. We'll, we'll you know, just move that to Sunday, and then we can do six hours of baking. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to make it up. We need to make that happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to do it at my house at some yeah. point. So I'll get those... Sing karaoke upside-down until yeah. somebody passes out I and mean, lose. I'm down with that, 100%. I'll get one of those... Uh, the. One of the chairs. Yeah, yeah, the things that you, they're supposed to, um, You know, those things that have names, right, but they yeah. flip you over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of those. Inversion. The yeah. Waterboarding chair. Waterboarding chair. That's it. That's what it is. Okay, so we're gonna, I'm going to put that on the calendar, and then we can move baking <laughs> over. Um, Bake upside down as well. I can think eat, they make mm. pineapple upside down cakes. Well, it would asking deep questions. Depends on who's watch, who's baking, and who's watching, really. <laughs> Fair. I, you know what? I felt like the the director took his favorite parts from every movie he'd ever seen. There was like the the dodgeball montage, yeah, of every move Ben Stiller did in dodgeball. Yeah. Uh, you know they they dressed him up like Doctor Grant from Jurassic Park. Yeah, Park-ish. yeah, he was Doctor Grant for a while. Um, the the opening scene was very similar to the Wishmaster. Um, that movie was just shot full of references. Yeah. yeah, the the Jeepers Creepers esque costume yeah, for yeah 
and the uh, the shoulder the predator shoulder guns for the mom. Right. And there was about a dozen others that. And even the Templars' costumes reminded me of a comic book called East to West, where the child that is essentially like the Antichrist wears a costume that looks exactly like that, almost with the eye coverings and everything. I don't know if that's on purpose or not, but it looked really, really close. But yeah, there, there's a lot of throwbacks. I also liked the dodgeball. And I only did it one time. In the beginning, it's like the epic music, and they're doing the slow motion, and they cut to the parents watching. No music, and it's just two kids going, ah, ah, crazy ball, yeah. <laughs> ah, ah, crazy ball. And then it goes back to the epic music, and it looks like an action movie again. I liked that a lot. Uh, what else stood out? I mean, I'm, I'm just going off all my random stuff here. So am I the only one who thought that um, Crazy Ball looked like it would have been great if you were those kids' age? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's a game I would have been, I probably have played something similar. Especially if I made it up so that Will would lose. (laughs) Because it seemed like she made it up just so she could win. Like, she knew the rules exclusively. Yeah. The the rules don't matter. I get all the points. Yeah, I'm the champion. And you know, her her brother never learned his lesson. No, not one time. Because... He should not have listened to or trusted her at all. Because at the very end, when he says, I just need you to say sorry, before he would help her, she just starts singing a song that's not at all related to apologies. That's about how awesome she is. Yeah. And she's going to do whatever she wants. Yes. <laughs> she knocked it out later. Yeah, she did. I I'm can't sorry. speak these words, but... <laughs> she did. In true psychopath style. Yes, she did. Um... <laughs> And, like I, like I said, there's a points in the movie I don't know who's supposed to be, we're supposed to be rooting for. And there's not really a good person in the entire film. Um, well, Alistair. I mean, we feel bad for Alistair, but he's going to die a horrible death. He, he is, but he was a good person. Because think about it. He, he showed up, he was nice to everyone. He was even nice to, to Gorman. Yeah, he was. He was a very polite child. Nice meeting you. I wish you were dead. <laughs> Okay, okay see you later. <laughs> That's true, yeah. But, I mean, when the battle between Gorman and the Templar was happening, you're like, oh, okay, it doesn't matter. Like, whoever wins, everyone else still loses. It's kind of a lose-lose situation yeah. for the Which, rest of humanity. What makes that even better is the fact that when Gorman is saying, I need the, uh, the gem to survive, and she says, okay, well... Only if you let me and my family live. And then her dad points out, hey, how about the rest of humanity? And her response is basically, oh yeah, oops. And she, doesn't, and she doesn't, doesn't... She still has time. Oops. She doesn't say anything else. Yeah. Doesn't include him. Because at the end, he's killing the world. Yeah. And yet they still think they can go to the hospital. <laughs> at least his hand injury was legitimate at the end of the movie. Oh, by the end, he had really broken his hand. he got from the... Yeah. That's true. Oh, I think I'm done for the day, guys. <laughs> very, very true. Um, let's do, I mean, it's another one of those. We'll do the Duca system. Duca is uh, a drink where you put a whole bunch of vodka and very little Mountain Dew in. Um, doesn't take much. Uh, how many would it take for you to watch this again, David? I'm going to go with one. I, I, I think having one or two watching that movie would be great. Agreed. Uh, I'll say the same. It was. I could watch it again without any Dukas, but I feel like it would be more entertaining, especially in a group setting. 
if everybody had one or two Dukas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Chris? Is he asleep again? Chris? We'll just say one for him. Um, and yeah, I definitely, if you've, to the group point, I think, if you've got people, and we were being quiet, watching it, taking notes, next time I would definitely want like two and then to be talking during the movie because there were parts, and we talked over one of the jokes that I really liked was the dad, um, I don't know how they set it up, uh, talking about being in uh, in the war. <laughs> And we kind of missed one of the end of jokes because he was said, um, no, it was called the uh, Iraq War. And we yeah, were playing. We, we played for keeps. We played for keeps. That means we killed people. <laughs> <laughs> and just even those little lines that he was doing, I would I would like to hear again. Well, that was yeah. second only to his fatherly advice there at the end. <laughs> where his daughter is, for some reason, seems to think that he has wisdom. Right. Is asking him, what should I do? Should I give this gem to this being that is definitely going to murder pretty much everyone? This apocalypse demon. And he just goes off on talking about how a creepy stranger asked him if he could show him his collection of baseball cards in the back of his van. And he said yes. <laughs> And it was the best decision he ever made. <laughs> yes. Because he got to see his the, pristine the collection. Biggest the biggest collection he had ever seen. The biggest collection of pristine baseball cards he had ever seen in his life. So like sometimes it's okay for, to get in the van. I feel like that's code for a sex thing. <laughs> Kids don't get in vans with strangers. Yeah. Mostly. Um... <laughs> I know you might get some good baseball cards out of it. I mean, it's definitely possible that you'll get some good baseball cards out of it. <laughs> well, you're up. Go go get in the van. Um, <laughs> Let us know how it works out. He's a basketball guy. Um, all right. I don't. What, what do you? What else we got? Closing remarks. What do you think? I'm just gonna say. I went into it thinking this movie looks funny. I'm not 100% sure. And I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I was I was hesitant on how good the humor would be. But the the one-liners from the dad kind of... Yeah. Kind of set the tone for the whole movie early on. And I was not disappointed. No, there... I mean, the entire movie... It didn't have a lull in it, I didn't think. It felt like it was short enough. There was enough goofy stuff going on constantly that I wasn't bored, ever. Even even during the moment where they had the two the parents fighting, yeah. which was completely unnecessary. Yep. But somehow it still just... Well, they needed that for the, the battle at the end where the mom and dad, where she tried to kill him with her shoulder lasers. True. You know, you had to have that moment so that she could come back around and know that family and love is really the only thing that you need to destroy the universe after she drank the kool-aid which well, yeah. well, now you say that so yeah a lot of symbolism woke up in a pile of goo very matrix-esque or ghostbusters mm-hmm. woke up happy or debbie does dallas yeah i mean there's a, there's a lot to unpack there <laughs> <laughs> okay um well that's psycho gorman um if you like weird 90s stuff, this is definitely something you need to watch. Um, 
Power Rangers meets Hellraiser, I think, is a great explanation, like David said. Um, yeah, enjoy. Yeah. I want to throw out one more yeah. thing before we get this off. Uh, sorry, I forgot about this. No, get it, get it. I love the fact that one of the lieutenants was basically a walking cemetery, which would attack <laughs> with gravestones, and it was killed by pulling a rose out of its chest. And I still have that seal song stuck in my head. So if you're listening to this, um, I hope that you do as well. Hope that you also have the seal song stuck in your head. Go watch it. Thanks for listening to Talking With Words. If you want to hear some more stuff by us or by me, go to robgilchristbooks.com. Uh, you can check out the books there, and it will have links to all of our podcasts, which will be in places you can listen to with your ears. All right, thanks. Come check out the next one. <laughs>